0: Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy.
1: And my name is Christy.
0: And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And we are so glad that you are back with us for season number three. We are super excited about it. And we hope that you are too. And just to help you show your excitement, once you go ahead and subscribe, review, and rate, we recommend five stars because we love you five stars and would appreciate if you loved us five stars back.
1: And while you're doing things for us, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. That is the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. Make sure you put the the in front of the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. You'll find us there. You can check out our feeds as well as our stories and participate in polls and even communicate with us through direct message. Uh, That's probably going to be your easiest and best way to reach out to us. If you've got some questions or some funny story you want to share with us, we would love to hear from you on the front porch sessions podcast on Instagram.
0: Does it have to be a funny story?
1: Uh, no, but I sure like a good chuckle from time to time.
0: You like a good chuckle, but it could be other sure. things they want to share. Yeah,
1: like recipes or um, like just.
0: Credit card information. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, don't please do that. Yeah. So, oh, I thought you were going to keep talking, so I stopped and no. then we had dead air. And you know, I don't like dead air. I
1: know. You get right. Really I will ramble on
0: if that. I have to. So since you were talking about Instagram, we did have some messages this past week. On the gram, we did yes. Related to the last episode, the last episode of season two, where we had a brief discussion about legendary because of a commercial on the radio Mm -hmm. that said that the uh, fair/slash rodeo they were going to have the legendary insert band name here. Uh Uh-huh. And it wasn't that I wasn't trying to give them free publicity, just somebody may think they're legendary and they're wrong, but I didn't (laughs) want to let them out. So we had that little bit of discussion and I did end up sharing who that group was Mm -hmm. with a couple of people that I highly trust. And if they came back and said, yeah, they're legendary, we could still be friends. Mm -hmm. They would be wrong, but uh, we could still be friends, but they weren't wrong. Mm-hmm. with that. So both of the individuals that uh, I did tell this back. The first one said love them, never seen them, agree, not legendary. And this particular <laughs> individual said that like Leonard Skinnerd and Metallica they mm-hmm. considered legendary. Mhm. Uh, the other individual said that this band was good, but not legendary.
1: And these are people we, we think highly of in terms of their musical acumen, uh, yes, concerts, think they things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this one included Pearl Jam and REM said yeah. that they would consider them legendary. And I agree with all of those. Yes. And it's still yes. tough. I'm still trying to wrap my mind a little bit around this idea of what is legendary mm-hmm. And particularly when we're talking about, like, music, what makes a group or an artist a legend or legendary. Mm -hmm. And have you given it any more thought?
1: A little bit, but I've not gotten anywhere with it. Like, it's come to mind a few times, especially when we got those texts, or not texts, when we got those messages through the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. Nice, very nice. You're welcome. Um, But otherwise, I didn't really come up with anything. Every time I saw one, I was like, yep, I would agree with that. The REM one, like, for me, that just is yeah absolutely rem fits into that for sure
0: yeah to me i think about it in terms to not necessarily in in terms of mainstream success
1: Mm -hmm.
0: to that that is what the criteria is for if you are legendary Mm. now a number of these bands that we just mentioned we probably mentioned some on the last episode there's a lot of mainstream success there but i don't know really that is a big criteria for me to do that but some of them that I would say oh this man's legendary a lot of people may not know about right uh, but I think it has to do a lot with legacy with influence some of those type of things yes maybe a little bit more yes. than but again, you know, those number are one kids squishy
1: words too right like somebody would be like I think oh, so well I might see it this way or define it that way or yeah it's, it's hard and I get why this can be kind of a really good or really bad conversation starter at a dinner table
0: right <laughs> <laughs> right, because I think it's something you have to let people prepare for. You think? You have, you have to come in with some notes on this and oh, some thought. I mean, I would say that the Sex Pistols are legendary, mm. but the Sex Pistols only put out one album.
1: Okay. But oh, goodness, I had no idea. When you
0: look at this in terms of influence, now there's, they're legendary for other things and some bad behavior and the whole Sid Nancy debacle. Uh, there, But, you know, there's a lot of influence there. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ramones, mm-hmm. most people know the Ramones, even mm-hmm. if they don't know a lot of their songs. They have been in video games, commercials. People mm-hmm. are afraid I would consider them legendary, and they yeah. put out a lot of albums with yeah. that. There uh, are other bands that maybe are not as well known that I think you could attach that legendary title to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One of them that comes to mind, and you may have heard of them, uh, okay. I know you can't tell me a single song this man sings, okay? Because I can't tell you a single song this man sings, the Melvins. Okay. Have you heard of the Melvins?
1: I feel like you've talked about them before.
0: See, I don't know if I've talked about them, but they've been talked about. I know in circles or in things that you've watched with okay. right? that. Because if there were, if it wasn't for the Melvins, you really wouldn't have Nirvana. Ah. So you look at that influence mm-hmm. and Nirvana. We know, you know, destroyed rock and roll. No, I'm just kidding. They took, Stop it, they brought in grunge, a different era. Even though they weren't the first to do it, yeah, they're the ones credit for it. Uh, another band which did get a little bit of uh, success, mainstream success in the probably the mid 90s, that I could, I would say, would be legendary because of their influence, would be the Meat Puppets. Mm. The big song that I remember hearing on the radio is Backwater.
1: Yeah, I was singing something to do with water. (laughs) Yeah, I did my, like, river? Like, water is the only thing that stuck with me. And
0: again, Nirvana covered several of their songs. Oh, really? Yeah, Lake of Fire is the one that comes to mind from the... Unplugged.
1: Oh, I did thing. not know we were a music podcast. That we are happened.
0: sometimes. We are sometimes. And then one other, and we'll move this. I, leave this I'm, topic. Not, I'm not
1: fussed. I'm not fussing. It just—it's funny how we get down this rabbit trail and like, whoa, we've not even really started the podcast yeah, yet. We,
0: but we're just recapping oh, okay. last week and legendary and the things that have happened there. Uh, another one, a band that we've mentioned on here uh, several times before is a, definitely a favorite of mine. I think you really liked them. They did meet some mainstream success in the early 90s. They were all over MTV. Mm-hmm. And did you have MTV at your house?
1: I, I did, but I don't think I was allowed to watch it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: but I do remember sneaking to watch it a few times. You know, when you make things like that, like, you know, you can't watch that. It makes you all the more like, ah, I got to watch that.
0: Okay. I want to come back to a story real okay. quick in a second with that. Uh, but they were all over MTV early 90s with uh, songs like Fly Me Courageous, Build okay. a Fire. hmm you Know they should have been bigger, mm-hmm. but I don't think the whole world knows them. A certain section of the southeast really knows them and loves them. I was gonna say, Anthony I would say is that, like at that his... driving and crying yeah. is legendary. Yeah, if you think of all the artists they've influenced, that maybe a lot of them have come on to have been very successful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: those words were not correct. But go with it, folks. Oh,
1: I thought they all sounded correct, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, they would be legendary too. So we could probably keep adding to this list. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's legendary. Just because you've been around a long time does not mean you're legendary.
1: Okay. Duly noted.
0: So before uh, we move on MTV, I remember when it first kind of came out, I think the first video I saw on MTV was you give love a bad name. Oh, but I also remember, uh, my, my, I'm watching it, and my brother comes home or mm-hmm. comes in, and he can't he does can't believe I'm watching it. That yeah. doesn't sound right either. It's late. I'm tired. It's not really that late. <laughs> I'm really tired odd. though. Uh, but is tells my parent or my mom later is like, you know, he's watching this. <laughs> I mean, you got to remember when Can I was when I was learning to drive. Oh, yeah. And you know, I remember being at the red light. And ACDC is on the radio, and my mom's, you know, rocking out in the seat next to me in the passenger seat while I'm learning to drive. So I guess she was okay with MTV, too. Apparently. Yeah. So.
1: Well, my memory is um, we were someplace, I think we maybe were at the beach. Uh, My dad was fortunate enough to work at a company where they provided some opportunities for people to use a condo down at the beach. And I remember being down there one summer and my parents were not in the condo and turning on MTV. And I remember seeing Madonna's like a prayer video. Oh, you were sneaking it. Well, I definitely was. And I'm going to tell you a, I vividly remember the condo had blinds. And so I kept like looking out the blinds to make sure I wasn't going to get caught. And B, (laughs) I remember thinking as I'm watching this video, I will not describe it. Somebody else can go look it up. I remember thinking, oh, this is why I'm not supposed to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't understand or whatever. But um, yeah, right. that's that's my memory, of, earliest memory of MTV, anyway. So.
0: All right. Good so, times. since we're throwing it out, go ahead and share your early memories of MTV. We have a lot of listeners that probably all they know MTV for is reality shows. Yeah. Yeah. Not music videos. Right. I mean, that was a thing.
1: Yeah, it was a thing.
0: Had you in 20 minutes? headbangers ball oh uh what was that thing that eventually carson daly was it i uh, want to say total recall but that's that's a movie
1: i know but it is like it's
0: like a daily countdown yeah and people I know him. yeah um there's that comedian guy the first time i ever saw him mm-hmm. he was on a show called remote total control request Live? total request life sounds yeah. right okay um Remote Control was a, a game show. Okay. And that was like the only show for What a was while. the one
1: with Jenny McCarthy, the singles?
0: Singled out.
1: Singled out. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Kurt Loder. Yeah. I got my news, my rock and roll news yeah. from Kurt Loder, who, and Chris somebody, who yeah. went on to actually, he's still in the news business. Oh. I think they both are, but one of them's like on a major news oh, okay. thing, just kind of like Carson Daly's moved over to yeah.
1: the, the Today show. show. Yeah.
0: With that, not a sponsor.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, with that. Uh, <laughs>
1: Nobody thinks that a news organization or a news show is our sponsor. <laughs> I just I just need
0: to be clear okay. about that. Uh, one of the early uh, hosts, or early VJs, Alan Hunter from Birmingham.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That name doesn't sound familiar either, though.
0: Uh, well, you weren't watching it back then because you were oh. afraid. You had left the condo.
1: I <laughs> left the condo. I yeah. remember Kennedy. Is that a name, a female? Yeah, but
0: she was much later. Okay. Yeah, she was later. Okay. With that,
1: I'd have to really think. Um, Kurt Loder really does seem to define that. Martha era Quinn. For me. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think Alan Hunter owns Workplay. I don't know. What or it's Anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> Here we go. It doesn't matter. We're going to go down
0: <laughs> a rabbit hole. We don't need to go down. Okay. Uh, but how was your week?
1: My week was pretty great. I'll I own that. It was. I don't. Even, I'll even take the pretty out. It was great. It was. It was absolutely great. What about you?
0: My week was really good. Really good? Really, really good. I have some other words
1: Okay. that
0: would describe it. And let me, I actually wrote these down Ooh. and I didn't put really good. Okay. I apologize. Okay. Because uh, really there, what does that mean? Right. I put very good. Okay. Uh, a word that is hard to say, especially when you don't know how to spell it and you have to look it up. Okay. And it's actually on another sheet of paper, which I don't have in front of, oh yeah, I do. Invigorating. Wow. That's a fancy big word. So it was very good. It was invigorating. It was rewarding. Mm -hmm. And it was extremely exhausting. Yes. Extremely exhausting. Yes.
1: I think you will be recovering from last week for a long time.
0: I'm sure I will.
1: Although you really don't have time for that.
0: I don't have time for it. I need a week off with that. So you and I were both uh, heavily involved in a leadership institute mm-hmm. in this past week. I, I was a little bit more heavily involved than you, but we were both heavily involved in this uh, g- camp mm-hmm. situation. So Sunday starting at noon uh-huh. until basically Friday just <laughs> after midnight
1: yeah.
0: is what it was. And I did the math on that. And so uh, noon Sunday to midnight Friday is 132 hours. Okay. And I may be off an hour either way here. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I worked 94 of those 132 hours. There you go. So when I was telling people that I slept about five hours, maybe six hours a night, Mm -hmm. if you do the math of what's left over, that's what it would equal out to.
1: Yeah, and that's about as much as the kids saw you. There were a couple times that we, I brought them up to campus, or you would just literally come by the house during the day, like to refill your coffee, kind of thing, and an excuse to come see them. But um, yeah. it was it was pretty crazy for you.
0: I know. One afternoon, I had a just a few minutes. I'm like, I need to go change. Yeah. And I came in, and they're like, Oh, you're like, Nope, I'm changing clothes and leaving again. <laughs> and then. Uh, Got home after midnight. Yeah. So it was a long week. Yeah. Very, uh, very tired. But it, again, it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth it. I would do it again.
1: There we go. And I will
0: do it again because yeah. I kind of, that's my job.
1: Yeah. That's my job.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. Got to see some of our friends last week. Yeah. Um,
1: made some new friends. Made
0: some new friends. Uh, hung out with some old friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people that we didn't really know we were friends. Yeah, there's some connections and paths cross way back when. Yeah, so
1: that's always really neat when yeah, that happens. It was, and it was very positive. It's it was not super one of those positive. like awkward like oh that's yeah. That's who you
0: are. When, and, you know, we, this uh, pres- this leadership institute that we deal with is for high school students, and, and they come in from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there talking to one of the sponsors, which we kind of know, but not really. Uh-huh. I mean, you've known her from being involved in this before, but we mm-hmm. knew her parents, and she was asking me some questions about that, and saying some things, and the guy next to me, who I'd been talking to, also a sponsor. <laughs> um, you know, I'm telling her the years were in certain places, and he's like, "Wait a minute, I was in college during that <laughs> time." You know, was well, at your college? At, yeah, yeah at, you know, during some of that time. So we started putting all that together, and we know some of the same people. We would yeah. never cross paths back there, but I, we actually became friends that week.
1: Yeah, you so. you made the comment, and I knew it was it was really sincere that. In a different uh, location, and different different circumstances, you guys would be best friends.
0: Yeah, I, I could see us hanging out, and he reminds me of one of my best friends that lives here. Yeah, with a lot of the, his mannerisms, the things he says. Yeah, you know it's real when you know we're we're parting for the evening, and shaking. I'm like, just come on, give me a hug. <laughs> so it yeah. was good for That's- the
1: porchies that don't know you. Hugs are at a premium unless you are married or spawn of Billy. So that was a pretty big deal. And, of course, I don't know that this guy got it, but it it warmed my heart to see it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he completely got it, but we may be enough alike that he got it.
1: Maybe, yeah.
0: Well, I hear, word on the street is you have a question for us. I do. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's question.
1: This is an odd one. I need to quit qualifying because, you know, there's always some way to qualify a question, but here you go.
0: Right, because something's odd to everybody.
1: Sure. Probably. Uh, here we go. What game do you dominate when you play it?
0: What game do I dominate when I play it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Monopoly. Oh. I don't play it a lot. Yeah. We play it like once a year during yeah. Christmas break. Yeah. And the past couple of years, I have destroyed you guys.
1: Yes much to your dismay because you you don't necessarily enjoy that game
0: i don't really like games but i like winning (laughs) so you know at least in that context i'm gonna go with monopoly
1: i totally thought you were gonna say the tony hawk game on the original um playstation
0: oh but i haven't played that in a long time
1: no but when you play oh
0: when i used to play it Yeah. yeah i completed one through four
1: how many are there
0: I uh, I don't know. There may be some more after four, but.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, and much younger version of ourselves. Okay. We went out and got more, newly married, went and got a PlayStation 1, so we kind of have something to do that didn't necessarily cost a lot of money. That is
1: really, I'm going to stop you because you do a lot of Wii, and a lot of times I benefit from that. But this is one of those situations. I get no benefit out of that. I am not going to. that You was played not Wii. some of
0: those games? A
1: little, just to no. be a really nice spouse. Oh, you liar. Have,
0: you don't remember.
1: Oh, okay. Is it's their bad it is?
0: memory kicking in.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't, it's not my favorite. But, yeah. but.
0: But we can, I mean, if I was to pull out now, it would take me a little bit. Uh, and the kids have played it yeah. some, and then uh, I helped them out so they could progress to the next level. So, yeah, I, give me a little bit of time. I could probably still dominate that.
1: Yeah, I, is there something, a variation of that on his new gaming system?
0: Probably. Okay. Because it's on a couple of the others that that we have that they've been playing. That's probably
1: a multi billion dollar industry at this point. Yes. Just that particular game style or whatever.
0: And I don't follow Tony Hawk on social media, but every once in a while I see some things and they can be hilarious. Oh. Like, it's him going somewhere. Like, he's going through the airport, and they're checking his ID. And they're like, do you know, anybody ever tell you, like, that guy Tony Hawk?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, yeah, it's me. And it's like, no, your name's Anthony. Because it's what's on his <laughs> license. But it's all these type of things. He's on the elevator or he's yeah. at the grocery store. And people are like, anybody tell you, like, Tony Hawk? And it's like, I've heard that a time or two. Yeah. And most of the time, people don't believe him. Yeah. At all.
1: Yeah.
0: It's kind of like, uh, as tweet i read once with jason isbel being on the elevator Mm. and a guy wearing a jason isbel in the 400 unit t-shirt and didn't know that's who it was whoops so well what about you what's a game that you dominate when you play
1: i do not feel like i dominate any game there was one that when the kids got oh what was that um oh i guess it was the switch when they first got it, they uh, had me play. What was that game? The one with the soccer and the cars? Um, Rocket League. Oh, and I hated it. Um, I don't know. That's not it. There, but that one they did make me play and I hated it because it made my eyes hurt, my head hurt. But the, the racing game that they had, it's like a Grand Prix kind of thing. But apparently, I get to a lot of my aggression out
0: oh, in
1: those racing kind of games. It was like a
0: street racing yeah,
1: game. Yeah. Because Cooper kept handing me the remote, like, can you get me to the next level?
0: <laughs> and you were one and done. I mean, you didn't have to keep doing it. You did it once and would get him through that.
1: My tip and and trick was to not let off the gas.
0: (laughs) And it it got to where he wouldn't even ask for it back. He just wanted to get to the full next level and get the extra stuff. So you would race four times in a row before he would actually take it back. And (laughs) then he couldn't do it. And he was like, hey, can you do this one? Yeah, you did dominate that game for that afternoon.
1: Yeah, and I I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I definitely loved that more than Rocket League. And I loved, as a kid, I did not dominate it, but I did love, as far as video games go, I really loved all of the Super Mario games. To the extent that if the kids would download one of those, as long as it was like a little bit more old school looking, not the 3D stuff like they've got now, I'd probably really enjoy that and be like, okay, I'll play that with you, but... For the most part, I have no interest in any of those video games.
0: Well, if you tell them that, I guarantee they'll go searching for it.
1: You're probably right.
0: And then you're going to be stuck and have to play with them.
1: I know, and I—that's part of why I actually say it. I need to mention that to them because they do want me. Like every time I'm in that room and they're playing, they ask me if I want to play or if I'll play something with them. And I'm, nope, no thank you.
0: They don't ask me. They don't. Mm-mm.
1: Well, I, I am here a little once. bit more.
0: I think once. Yeah. You and Cal were somewhere, and he asked me if I wanted to play. Yeah. And he didn't really. And I'm like, yeah, and he's just picking the games. Oh. And he had just had it, so he didn't have many games to, to play, and he trying to figure it out. And he gave me, like, the wrong instructions. Oh. <laughs> Probably so he could dominate. <laughs> oh. But we were playing together. We were on the same team for oh. this type of game, so you think he would have been a little bit better.
1: Yeah. I have thought, like, a couple of times they've got a – I don't know what it's called, but it's like a – a port, I guess, for their Switch, that it used to sit right next to one of our chairs, and there were a couple of times that I thought, how weird would it be for them if they came home and they saw me sitting in the chair playing the Switch by myself? Um, but I just, I actually don't have any idea how to turn it on. I, I probably could figure it out, but I just, yeah, I'm clueless. And
0: then how to get to the game that you wanted I, to play and all that I stuff. I didn't think
1: about that. So, yeah, I mean... It would probably be really funny, and the kids would love it, but I don't know how to do
0: it. Oh, I'm sure they would. Yeah. But, you know, they kind of brought us something over the weekend, and we're about, anyway. And, like, yeah, we're not really video game people.
1: Right, right.
0: It's fine that you want to play some, but you're not getting anything else. You've got what you got, and I'm not letting you spend your money on anything else. I'm not buying you anything else. Yeah. I'm not letting your grandparents buy you anything yeah. else. Uh, because, yes, now I know you can go to college playing video games, but I don't want you to eat your brains out playing video games.
1: Yeah, Cooper apparently did the math last week and realized that he, he's bought the subscription, and, and that's fine. He he has got this gaming system. He's got the money all set aside. He's got a part of a su- subscription for gaming. And he said... I. I really kind of thought out what the next four years were because he'll be going into high school. So he thought about that and he did the math on four years and he's like, I could have bought this gaming system like twice over or something like that. If I continue this subscription and he's already thinking maybe I should downgrade. And I was like, whatever you want to do, bud. I don't really care because I don't, I see that once school gets going, he'll be busy enough that he will not get as much use out of it.
0: I think you're right.
1: And he's frugal enough that it will bother him that he's not getting X amount of dollars worth of playtime out of it. And we've made it really clear that, okay, you've bought this, and that's fine. We've supported you and helped you with that, but you can't be upset with us if you don't have time, or we're not going to say, sure, you can take a whole weekend and just go down there and play, because you didn't get to play during the week. Right. And I think, he, I think he'll will be totally fine with that. But there will come a point where he's like, why am I doing this?
0: Well, it was even the last week or so. Cal was playing on one of those. Mm-hmm. And maybe we weren't here. I don't remember. But she thought it had been like 15 minutes. Yes. And she'd been playing for an hour and a half, two hours. And yeah. Maybe you were here because she was arguing a little bit about how long yeah. she'd been on it. And you're yeah. like, no. And when she realized that, yeah. you could tell, oh, maybe my parents are smarter <laughs> than I realize."
1: It's and, and this is not a sponsor, but I want to say the name of it in case somebody would want to say, "Oh, I, uh, you maybe want to look into such and such as far as good or bad." But they're playing Sims. She had a friend that recommended it, and she does really enjoy it. It's simulated life, I think. And I,
0: which is so weird to me.
1: It, there's no, as far as I can tell, there's no winning, there's no losing, there's no desirable outcome. I mean, maybe I'm wrong.
0: But you could just go live life. Instead no. of doing it on a screen. No, I don't I, get it.
1: I assume it sort of scratches the itch for voyeurism in a very weird way. <laughs> wow. I don't know, but she loves it. Uh, and that was the game that she thought she played for 15 minutes, and it was actually closer to two, maybe three hours. And she really was like, no, it couldn't have been that long. I'm like, "Look at the look at the clock, girl. And then Cooper did something really similar with the same game. So I don't know how it drags them in in a way that they just totally lose track of time, but...
0: I do. It's called mind control.
1: Well, they enjoy it, that's for sure. And then they don't understand why I'm like, no, thank you. I'm going to go do real things. So, yeah. All
0: right. I'm going to go outside while the weather's nice. Right. Because a couple of weeks ago, he spent the morning playing on it. And we didn't really push him. It was new and and stuff. But I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you going to do? Is this all you're going to do all morning? It's like, maybe. (laughs) And I'm like... You know, the morning was perfect to right. go out and play. The afternoon, it was hot as blue blazes, whatever that means. Right. It was really hot. Yeah, and that's when he decides to go see what the neighbors are doing, yeah. so he can play outside with them. I'm like, son, you yeah. got this backwards.
1: Yeah, they'll figure it out maybe after they finish school and have moved out and doing their own adult thing. But
0: probably like most of us, mm-hmm. if they uh, grow up and have have kids, mm-hmm. they'll realize that. Because they'll start doing some of the same things. And we're like, yeah. you know, my parents were right about more things than I realized. I think yeah. we all do that to some degree. I
1: definitely think that there is a level of figuring it out that they're, they're just going to have to do on their own. And we can guide and direct and hope and pray, but they're just going to have to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Good times. Games.
0: Good times. Games. Games. So I guess, uh, Forty's out there, let us know what da- game you dominate. Yeah. And when you combine dominate with game, you get dame. That's where I was going. It just <laughs> Words are hard here on a...
1: Well, when I was thinking, dominate, what well, you're saying.
0: But I almost said dame, oh, and I okay. was trying to <laughs> redeem myself. Uh-huh. Recover. Yes, it didn't work too well.
1: Oh, well, that's all fact, right. But, you
0: know, we keep it real here on the Front Porch Sessions podcast. That's right. And if you're a new porchie, a new listener, um, that's what happens. Yeah. This is real life. We're living on our front porch. <laughs> Yes. So, well, Have you ever lost anything and then found it? Yes. Where did you find it?
1: Uh, in what I thought was a very unlikely place. I'd lost a ring. And I don't know if you remember me telling you about this.
0: I do because it had been a week or two and you were nervous. It
1: was. I think it was actually longer than that. It was a ring that you'd given me on our 10th anniversary. I was pregnant with Cooper. Oh, yeah. It meant a lot to me. And it really bothered me because I don't take my jewelry off anywhere. I don't lay that kind of stuff around and it I don't have skinny enough fingers that it would have slid off so I knew it had to be somewhere and you were so calm and so collected about you're like it's gonna turn up it'll be fine like you did not think twice about it and that really kind of gave me a little bit of a of a breather because I think I was putting extra pressure on myself and sure enough some point it was it was quite a bit later I thought I found it in a bag like a Like, a bag I would have used to pack for overnight something another in one of the pockets that I happened to be going to pack for something. And I was like, what's this in the pocket? My ring!
0: It was probably in a different little container and fell out. Maybe. I guess, from what you're telling me.
1: I don't know. I don't know. What about you? You
0: Yes, but I don't know. Like, I found it the last place I looked.
1: Okay. You know,
0: that type of thing. We're still looking for some of our adapters. Yes. Which you said you had in your cart, and I came in the other night and sitting at the table, I'm like, "What's this?" <laughs> you're like, "It's well, It's the adapter that I ordered like, much for so, what?" Yeah,
1: it's pretty much as soon as you like asked me what it was, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the wrong adapter."
0: You ordered the reverse of what we actually needed. Yep, yep, but, yep. yep. Um, yeah, and you know, so and there are things like I, I know I put this in a secure place in a <laughs> place I would remember. But sometimes it's so secure, I don't remember where it was. <laughs> it was recently that we needed something, and I'm looking for it, can't find it. Uh, it's something that a lot of times we would keep in the safe, mm-hmm. and it's not there. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'll, I'll deal with it tomorrow, because it was kind of late at night. And all of a sudden, I had this thought about, you know, did I put it in with the records, so it was in that crate Yeah. because we had gotten it out and needed it. And when we got done with it, I went to put the thing back, but we had been doing some stuff downstairs so mm-hmm. I couldn't get to the safe easy. And I put it there thinking, I'll come back tomorrow, clean up a little bit so I can get to it. And then never did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what triggered that. Hmm. But have you ever had a situation to where you were looking for something, i.e. it's lost? but maybe it, you're wearing it mm-hmm. or you're holding it?
1: Probably I've done that with my reading glasses at some point, surely. Okay. Surely. But it does seem like there's something else, like, similar in that regard, something that I've had, like, on my person that if I just stopped and really thought about my person I would have figured it
0: out okay and the reason I'm bringing this up is on the last episode I said oh I got something to say about this but we were trying to get through a lot and not make it super long <laughs> so I actually made a note so we're coming back to this mm-hmm. which is very rare that we actually do that <laughs> uh, but yeah I know people that are looking for their glasses or their sunglasses and they have them on the top of their head
1: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like we have a friend that was uh, looking for their cell phone Mm-hmm. While they were using the flashlight on their cell phone to look for their cell phone.
1: Sounds like something I would do, actually. I
0: don't think that was you. Okay. And I can't remember for the life of me who it was. (laughs) Uh, But I wanna know if other people had those moments out there. Yeah. Because back, it's been several months, and this happened a couple of times. That, so, and I know it was several months ago because it was a little bit colder outside. I probably had put on gloves. I typically have two sets of keys in my pockets during work days. Okay. I have a set that gets me into my office, and then I have my car keys. Mm -hmm. Because they all used to be on one ring and took the car to the shop, oil change or something once, and they gave it back to me, and I didn't put them all back together right away. And I'm like, I kind of like this, Mm -hmm. where I don't have to carry all of these all the time when I don't need them. So what I typically have been doing when it was cold is I'm getting ready to leave. I go ahead and take my car keys out of my pocket. So when I get downstairs and it's cold, I can go ahead and get the car unlocked, getting in without having to fish out the keys. Mm-hmm. So this actually happened like two weeks in a row. This So I'm uh, getting ready to leave. I've put on my coat, and I'm like, where are my keys? i can't find my keys they're not in my pocket sometimes with my car keys i will put them in my coat pocket like my winter coat Mm -hmm. just because it's bulky you're coming in you're trying to get your other keys out put them in there they're not in there and i'm like what is going on and i'm assuming it's maybe because i don't gloves and i couldn't feel them but i actually had my pinky through the the key ring part just holding them there Mm. and uh yeah, I think that would have been a funnier story if I told it four months ago when I remembered all the details because <laughs> you didn't give me much on that. Sorry. <laughs> so, but I was actually holding them in my hand yeah. and couldn't find them. And there's also somewhat between then and now, uh, once at least, I was like trying to figure out where my cell phone was. I'm checking all my pockets and my pants. <laughs> Did I put it in my blazer or something? And it's in my hand.
1: Oh boy. I do think gloves do add that extra level of you can't quite tell and the the coat thing has definitely happened to me as well just that you're so you're you're so complicated and that, then you throw in I have a purse too so I've got purse bag which sometimes I drop my keys into my like my work bag my briefcase kind of thing because oh it's not as full that'll be easier to find put them in my pocket I don't have a A very particular order that I do things when I get out of my car, and then we've we've talked about this before. My car that we got last summer, it's got um, you don't have to put the key into the ignition, and I've gotten kind of used to that. And there are many days I get out of the car at work that I have to stop and think. I do have my keys in my purse because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to drive to work. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just so, it's still a little bit odd for me to kind of get my head around. But yeah, that's definitely happened to me. And I bet some other Porchies have some pretty good stories. I feel like Super Nurse Haley would have some good stories about this. Oh,
0: probably so. And sometimes in the winter, because of the heavy coat I wear, I'll put it, it has like an outside pocket. Yeah. That's not like a hand pocket. Uh It's a pocket on the front and I'll put my keys in there. My car keys, and they can stay there all day because I don't need them right. until lunchtime or coming home. Right. And sometimes they go, but I have. I do make certain that I do not leave my keys in my door, my office <laughs> door, and I pretty much always put them in my pocket. Mm. And I say pretty much always because there was once I was kind of in a hurry putting some stuff back in there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I had laid the keys on the desk and I locked myself out. Oh. Uh, it's only happened like once in 10 years, Yeah. but I I don't want to lock myself out. Yeah. So I always, when I come in and take them out, put them in my pocket, put them in my pocket. May not be my car keys, but I have my office keys in there. What will be interesting is now I have a new set of keys, Yeah. which I need. Um, so while I just go back to one ring and carry a bunch of keys or will I just take off of that or the keys I actually need every day
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just leave the others in my desk.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There would be some value to you just having kind of some of those more master keys just left in your desk because you, I mean, you will wander campus maybe more than your predecessor, but I think there's maybe not enough of a need for you to bulk your pockets. And I will say really quick, I don't generally have pockets with my dresses or my skirts. And so, That's part of my problem. You sort of hinted at it. I leave my keys in my door of my office.
0: I was not calling you out directly.
1: Well, I do that, and and you know this, and anybody that's been in my office knows that I do that, so I don't forget them. Um, And And
0: it's— I am okay with that, except when I walk by and your office door is closed.
1: Oh yes. That's
0: where I have the problem.
1: Generally that is not my doing. That's someone else has come in and they close the door and usually I've got a handful of students that do that, but they immediately like oh they'll they'll go and pull out the, the keys, like, Oh, I need to pull these out and hand these to you or whatever. But there's still a few like adults that will do well, that.
0: Well, yeah, I remember sometime this in the past couple of months when the semester, spring semester is still going, I was walking by on your floor. Your door was closed. Your keys were in there. You were having, I guess, a meeting with an adult. Mm-hmm. I say that. With, with a colleague. I take the keys out, open the door. I don't care what you were talking about. Walked <laughs> in, put it on your desk, turned around, and walked out. You know, because that's... No. And as soon as the door opened, you told the person what... I bet he's... Yep, that's yeah. what he's doing.
1: Well, and it was particularly bad. Um, my previous vehicle had a very not unique but noticeable
0: logo on it
1: key that really when i when it that particular event would happen where my keys are in my door and the doors close anytime i think you maybe said it to me once or twice as far as like you know you have the only car like that in the parking lot and anyone that walks by and grabs those keys walks away with your car so I was I feel like I was a little bit more mindful of it with that car and I don't know what's so different about driving a Chevrolet that now I'm not a sponsor although we'd love for them to be a sponsor.
0: Yes we would.
1: Um but I don't I there you were right. Having that kind of a logo on a keychain was probably a little bit of a calling card like here. Come grab me.
0: I think it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or could have been in a different I don't know it still wasn't wise. <laughs> yeah.
0: Definitely in a larger city. Oh yeah. Your car would have been gone.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, forgetful.
0: Good times. Yeah. Good times. Well, I want to uh, ask you, and I guess in turn, ask me, as well as the porchies out there. For those of you, I know we're going to probably pick up some new listeners for a short amount of time. If not forever, we'd love you to be part of the Front Porch Sessions podcast family. Uh, but we refer to our loyal listeners as porchies. Mm-hmm. And you're welcome to come hang out on the front porch uh, almost any time. Just uh, call ahead. No, you don't have to, which happened recently.
1: Yes, it did. But
0: that's another story for another day. Uh, but This is a question that came in from the Graham. Okay. And so you probably have already seen it, because you know, that goes to both of us, mm-hmm. and it's not like a secretive thing, but from our, our good friend from Anthony we went to college with, you worked mm-hmm. with him uh, for a while, and his question was, what or who motivates you to be a better person? Oh boy. I think it's a great question for everybody to think about. Yeah. Whether or not you're a or not. So yeah. for those of you out there that are not listening to our podcast, I still need you to answer this question.
1: <laughs> Does that mean we're putting it in our stories?
0: I don't know what oh yeah, you can do that eventually. Well if you're you not can do that.
1: if you're not Particularly, it, it's not a requirement that you're a porchy Then we should put it in our stories because yeah, we have quite but, a few people that follow us that do not listen. Well, yeah, not quite a few, but we have several.
0: But even with that, I just meant the whole world. Oh, okay. Need to answer that. Yeah, I'm, I don't ma- know
1: if I can reach that kind of gonna global gonna, clientele. What's it
0: called when I send it out for my mind? ESP. No, no. telepathically.
1: Telekinesis. No, that moves things. <laughs> Tele. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
0: He's psychosomatic. You mean he can start fires with his mind? Don't so you wish? I no, I, wish. I don't okay. trust me. Okay. Uh, so what? What or who motivates you to be a better person? Mm. What or who motivates you to be a better person? Are
1: you want an answer?
0: Yes, I want an answer.
1: I think my first blush is actually the kids, and I know that sounds really cliche, and I don't mean it cliche. I mean that the older they get, the more I realize they are watching, and the more I. feel like I'm refining myself to make sure I am who I want them to see me to be. And then I am am living up to who they think I am or think I should be. So in a lot of regards, I think they are the answer to that question. But otherwise, I probably have plenty of uh, names from history that maybe would bore you. So I'll, I'll hold those to myself or kind of think through that a little bit more and give you an answer later if you want.
0: So people from history motivate you to be a better person?
1: Yeah. I, good and bad actually I think there are <laughs> people
0: <laughs> motivate you to be a bad person
1: no 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 they're bad and they motivate me to be better
0: oh okay <laughs>
1: I'm looking at like oh god that was stupid
0: Would you want to give us a name or two
1: um, well I've talked about before I, I'm a big Eisenhower fan I just really have a lot of respect for his mindset and really if you if you trace him back from uh, his work in the army all the way through his presidency and beyond uh, that's a man who saw a lot of things that he couldn't unsee and so really his 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 platform, his position from that point forward was, "How do we make sure we never do this again?" And I actually kind of envy that mindset that there is something so profound that you see or experience or think of that you're like, "I'm going to spend the rest of my life working towards peace or whatever that thing is." So, uh, he's he's probably my my big one, my easy answer, so to speak, as far as history goes. What about you? Okay.
0: Uh, Can can I ask you another question? Oh, sure. Are you a big Eisenhower fan because you were a big Eisenhower fan or because you're friends with Mary Jean, (laughs) which came first? Uh, The Mary Jean was just happenstance. Yeah. And that's what her friends call her
1: yes oh, that's what her family calls her and, um, and her friends oh okay I'm i've been
0: sorry. around i know these
1: things okay i don't usually call her that there's something very personal about that and she wouldn't care and that's
0: how she refers to herself though. a lot too. of times yeah i just call her miss mary
1: yeah you do i love that it's super cute um i think i was eisenhower fan before her um but it is actually what brought her and i together Uh, That was the first time we met was her. She heard me speak about her grandfather in her grandfather's museum and library. Not intimidating at all. That's sarcasm. So wait
0: a minute. I know that that. So she was actually sitting in the audience when you were talking about the legacy of President Eisenhower. Yes. Did you know she was there at the time?
1: I watched her walk in while I was on stage.
0: And did you know that's who it was? Oh, yeah. Is that not nerve wracking?
1: It was absolutely nerve wracking. Oh
0: my god! we got a whole other podcast come back on this. Did you really not of... know that story? You know, I no, no, okay. I had something else in mind. Oh, okay, with that, and she I don't sat know why. back
1: there, kind of where we sat for lunch. Yeah, yeah that was that group of seats. Is that where she sat on the front row, that back seat section? Oh, wow, yeah, she what walked else? in with Mark Stansberry. Um, and Seemed like it was somebody else that she came in with, but when she did that, it, yep, I definitely saw her, definitely knew who she was. Okay,
0: because if I, I didn't know who she was, I wouldn't know who she was. Now I, I do because I've been around her.
1: Yes. I don't think I had looked up her picture, but I knew that she was supposed to be coming. And um, there is, I've said this to you before, when she smiles, she looks just like her grandfather to me. And so there was something that was uh, familiar enough about her that I thought, oh, that's who that is. Okay.
0: Um, I'm going to make a note, and I probably won't, but I'm going to say I'm going to make a note.
1: Okay. We need
0: to go back and dissect that Okay. in a future episode when we have more time.
1: Okay. I like it when I because come across something you don't know.
0: Yeah, I did not know. Yeah. That was so. my
1: first meeting of her, and the story that I've gotten. So. Oh, stop. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm you- just
0: trying to you know, save that for later.
1: Oh, okay. I can stop. I will remember. Okay. Seriously.
0: All right. So what motivates you to be a better person? Right now you're saying your kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, one from history yeah. is Eisenhower. What's somebody that uh, that's a bad person from history that <laughs> motivates you? Just like a real quick.
1: Uh, Nixon. Nixon. Yeah, he's just the worst. <laughs> well,
0: that's funny.
1: <laughs> yes, it some, is.
0: Some people can, uh, if you don't know why it's funny, you can get on the old internet machine yeah. and try to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. that is funny. That is real funny.
1: It is kind of That okay, is really actually. funny. Yeah.
0: That is really funny. Yeah. I'm, like, dying on the inside.
1: (laughs) I'm really kind of tickled that that you find something historical funny.
0: Yeah, but there's probably a lot of people listening that have no idea why I'm finding it funny. And that's all right.
1: Never mind. I was going to get the quick version, but I don't have to. (laughs) He he was Eisenhower's VP and... His daughter married one of Eisenhower's sons. Right. And so Mary's talked before about kind of the drama that went with that, because she worked on Capitol Hill for a short amount of time. And everybody that came in, they didn't want to talk about her grandfather. They wanted to talk about this Eisenhower-Nixon matchup. And she got so sick of it, she ended up putting her, her nameplate in her desk drawer. So <laughs> so that's the short version of the story.
0: All right. So, Good job.
1: What about you?
0: What about me... Um, this, uh, may sound a little, I've got, I've actually thought about this mm-hmm. uh, recently and also cause I wrote it down in my notes <laughs> for today's podcast and I didn't give you a warning. I probably should have no. with that cause we're not playing Billy's questions today. <laughs> and this is not in some kind of weird looking for approval, trying to please mm-hmm. with my first answer, Okay. but somebody or some people. Someone's mm-hmm. what would be the right one for multiple peoples I don't know. uh, so who motivates me to be a better person? I think is my parents, okay, not because you know I have this whatever word I'm supposed sure. to say, incessant need for mm-hmm. their approval, but I want to make them proud of me, sure, so I do think about that, yeah, and when I do things, you know want to honor them, yeah, and doing it, and like you, I think with the kids, yeah, with that. Uh, because I want to be a good example to them, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know you may lose your temper or say something you shouldn't or or whatever, and you have to go back and apologize. But I try to to do uh, good
1: mm-hmm. and have
0: them see me do good things because I want them to be really. I don't want them to be like me. I don't yeah. want them. I want them to be better than yeah. me. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that. Um, we just wrapped up this uh, leadership institute that we worked with this week. Those high school kids, oh yeah, because they're watching every move that we make, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, so that motivates me Mm -hmm. to try to improve myself. And I'm a big believer that if I'm going to tell somebody to do something, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I spoke to this group, and I this year I just gave them practical advice. These are things I wish I knew when I was your age, or early in my career, or these are things I've learned over the past. 30, ever how many days I've been in this new position, or you know, in the past year or so with mm-hmm. that. And so I want to be a good example. So I think that motivates me uh, to do those type of things. And then probably I'll say our college students. Okay. But not just the ones that I have in my class or yeah. had in my classes or that were in my department, primarily those, though, because those are the ones I saw day in and day out. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of connection with students that weren't in my particular field. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to be the example for them. Uh, so I think that really motivated me Yeah, uh, to to be a better person and always looking to do that and bring trying to bring in examples from my own life in all mm-hmm. these situations.
1: Yeah. I can't help but think uh, of Clara. Clara, is, um, she's a high school student here in town. She is the daughter of my uh, best friend Sarah and we usually as best we have time a couple times during the summer several times during the summer she comes over and we call it cooking with Clara and basically Clara and I talk the whole time and we cook a little or she cooks a little and I cook most but we just talk and she shares and I think I'm a safe place and I think think about her in that regard as well like can I can I live a life that's worthy of Clara wanting to come over and share things with me to know that I'm a safe place and to be somebody that she'll ask? She asks some really deep, thought-provoking questions from time to time. I've had to tell her I've had her over twice this summer, and there's been once, both times, that I've had to say, hang on a second, let me think about how I want to answer you. And I don't think there's any weakness in that. That's that's hopefully showing her that I'm taking her seriously in a way that I want to answer her in an honoring way. So. That that's I'll add that to it. Okay. So,
0: you know, I think we we uh, focus on the last part of that question, the who, mm-hmm. and we're not going to talk about this right now. So mm-hmm. don't give me any stories. Uh, I think we need some time to think about it because what motivates you to be a better person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I kind of, we both kind of alluded to it. Mentoring, working with young people and college kids—that's yeah. kind of what we've devoted our life to yeah. in that. But let's think a little bit deeper okay on that if and we may not come up with anything else
1: no but i th- i think we can i think we've been doing this long enough and we've sort of been in the same field for long enough that we should be able to extrapolate out a little bit the yeah. what yeah okay I think that's important it might be helpful just in our journey anyway to have thought through that
0: it will that yeah. may be a that may be a decent thing to have a thoughts on for in the near future
1: we'll have to come up with some things though
0: i know yeah i know you get to work on that
1: Okay, thanks for the question. You're welcome. That wasn't really for no. you. Oh, well, thanks, Anthony. <laughs> uh, also,
0: Porchie's let us know. Oh, you're going to put it in a, a story question form. So, yeah. you know, if you want to jump the gun and go ahead and respond, that's great. If you want to wait till it shows up, that's great as well. And if you're listening to this at a later date, you missed your chance, so go <laughs> ahead and slide into our DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I just say that because it makes you uncomfortable. I know
1: it does. And I really maybe shouldn't. Be uncomfortable by it, but I
0: I think you should be. It okay. probably means something. It probably really means something I don't we I know for what to Well, I know what people say, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yes. Well, let's get to the uh dreaded question for you. What's new with you? <sighs> I tried a new recipe. I tried a new recipe. Try a new
1: recipe. It was um a strawberry shortcake trifle. I did not take a single picture of anything. Um, I try to do that. I know that makes you very happy when I do that. And I just absolutely forgot about doing it. Um, but it was super simple, very quick. And the only amount of time that it took was sitting in the refrigerator. And I think it turned out really good. It was
0: It was quite tasty.
1: Light, simple, uh, not overly complicated. We did this with... a clara and her family and our family of course and there was barely any left i think there may be one serving left of this so why two and a half oh it's true you did enjoy it
0: it was good i think it's a definitely a nice summer treat i agree because it wasn't too heavy i probably shouldn't have had as much as i did that made it (laughs) making it a little heavier but no it was good
1: yeah i really enjoyed it too so it was really good yeah so what's new with you
0: well, I want to stick with the f- the same food theme. Okay. I didn't make a strawberry trifle, whatever you called it, shortcake <laughs> trifle. Yeah. Um, but recently I did jambalaya on the griddle. Yes, you did. Outside. Yes. you And did. I think I'm going to tweak it just a tad, but I think it, I thought it was really good. Yeah. And we the all rest of it. you told me that too. <laughs> I don't know that we really had any left over, did we?
1: We did, but we oh, I about it. shamefully did not eat it.
0: Oh, I know. I wasn't here.
1: Right. Because
0: I was at work all yeah. week for 94 hours. Yes. So, but yeah, and this is, uh, i again, we've talked about this plenty of times on uh, the podcast. I don't like the way Instagram keeps changing things. And <laughs> if I want to see things from people I don't follow, I'll go looking for them. But right. this was one, I'm just in my regular scrolling, seeing what is new with people that I actually want to follow. And here's this guy that pops up and he's got a little reel and he's like, and today I'm going to show you how to make jambalaya on the griddle. There you go. And I forget the name. I have to go back and look because it doesn't really fit.
1: Mm.
0: It's like Ralph the Baker or something,
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) but he's
0: not, I've not seen him bake anything.
1: Okay.
0: And it's a very loose recipe. Okay. I think he may give you I think some that's ingredients. really nicely for you. That's right in my alley. Yeah. So it's like you know, put your, you know, <laughs> onion chopped on there. You know, red bell pepper, green bell pepper, and then there's something else that goes on there. And then, you know, pound of sausage, two pounds of chicken thighs, and you know we're gonna hit it with your Cajun seasoning, and he just shakes it. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the garlic. We're gonna hit it with the W sauce. What's which the th-
1: W sauce? Worcestershire? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's
0: what he calls it. Which, is, you know, sometimes that's a hard word to say.
1: Is that not how you say it?
0: He calls it W sauce.
1: Oh, but I mean Worcestershire. You said.
0: Yeah, but some people say it different ways, and sometimes it's Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I yeah. don't know. But yeah. So I thought, oh, that's pretty good. and he's just call it W sauce. Um, and then rice. That was the only thing that, because we made, I made the decision a little late in the game, because mm-hmm. he's like, use leftover. Yeah. Day left old, leftover cold rice. Yeah. Well, I made rice a few hours earlier and stuck (laughs) it in the refrigerator Yeah. to do that. But it was actually very good.
1: Very different. I really enjoyed it.
0: I did too. And outside of um, chopping things and Mm -hmm. doing some of the prep, it didn't take that long. Right. And then you just kind of mix it all together right there in the griddle. and Well, we're going to do it again. Yeah. And I think the only—I don't know what adjustment did I say I would make—the
1: the rice you want to do it earlier,
0: do it earlier to see. Yeah, that's it. Because I think that will help it. Mm-hmm. Would that do that earlier? Maybe hit it with just a little bit more seasoning.
1: Yeah, I think maybe we ended up salting a little bit uh, on the table, but other than that, it was great. Yep. Again, it was so different. I yeah, I think we all really enjoyed it, and it, really, I was surprised with Cooper. He went back for seconds, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he more. Doesn't typically do that with all that.
0: With all the vegetables <laughs> all in it. Vegetables oh, in the it. other one was celery. Oh. Okay. Had four stalks of celery in it.
1: My goodness.
0: I didn't skimp on anything. He said.
1: Okay. It was good. So, it was really good.
0: It was good, and he's got some others
1: oh, that okay. I, I want to try. Okay. So. Maybe you can teach Claire how to do that. Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Don't burn yourself.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: So well, this has been a, a good time and I know you're gonna be happy about this because we're getting out of this episode in under an hour.
1: What?
0: I know. It's been a long time since we've done that.
1: Yeah. So that's like really a great way to kick off season three. Is this a new a new version? <laughs> no, I know better than that. I'll just quit. Talking. It just
0: well, it all kinda of depends. And we're gonna stop because this is what happens. Somebody says something, it triggers something else, and you go into these long I stories and right. I'm like, can you wrap it up? And you're like, just one more. Oh, that reminds me of, and I'm like, can you wrap it up?
1: <laughs> Who's like that?
0: I'm like, wrap it up. I'll take it. <laughs>
1: it's you. Wrap it up. I'll it's take you.
0: it. It's you. Isn't, it's you. It's <laughs> you. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. It's you. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. There we go. So anyway, we could keep this going, and you well, could. It's not. Okay. Okay. Well, folks, thanks for joining us for. The first episode of season number three. Who thought we would be here? Not us. We yeah. I don't know that I've really ever thought about it. But if we don't, if we keep talking, we're going to go over. So we're not going to do it this time. Okay, let's stop. Uh, but thanks for being with us as we get rolling into season number three. We're excited about what the future holds. We got some great things planned, and we may or may not let you in on them. Because they're probably not all on the podcast. (laughs) But until next time, I've been Billy.
1: And I've been Christine.
0: And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast.
1: See ya.